0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the LSMR ADHD podcast is episode 11. I'm super stoked to be with you. And we're going to talk today about what to do if you suspect that you have ADHD. Um, I realize that I talk about things that are, you know, they're important, but I guess so many people that ask me like, okay, I suspect I have ADHD. What do I do? Why haven't I done a podcast episode on this yet? I don't know because I have ADHD and I like to talk about all the fun things and sometimes I forget about the very basics. So let's talk about what to do when you suspect that you have ADHD. Um, As someone that has ADHD, you are going to be the first person to realize when you have it. So first of all, people telling you, oh, everyone's getting diagnosed with ADHD. Everyone is, they're full of shit. Um, There is more awareness about ADHD, which is making it to where more people are able to get diagnosed just because there's a better understanding of it. So there's a lot more people who are self-diagnosed, formally diagnosed, because there's a lot more awareness of what ADHD is. So step one, if you have if you suspect that you have ADHD, which 99% chance if you suspect it, you probably have it because you've already gone down a rabbit hole of research, um, to get to this point of suspecting it. But step one is filling out the ASRS, which is the adult ADHD self-report scale. I will link that in the show notes here. Um, it goes through the different symptoms of ADHD and, um, handing that document to my doctor along with evidence, um, other evidence of ADHD is what made her comfortable with prescribing a stimulant medication. We're going to get through, go through all of that in a bit. But step one is filling out the adult ADHD self-report scale. It doesn't take very long. It's not going to take you more than a, a two minutes to fill out. It's very, very quick. Um, but you're going to fill that out, print it out because you're going to be bringing that with you when you go to the doctor, um, to get the diagnosis. Okay. So step two is gathering evidence. Now, excuse me, you are going to advocate for yourself getting this diagnosis as someone who, excuse me, guys, if you, um, were not assigned, uh, male at birth, if you were not, um, male presenting, um, If you are a person of color, it makes it a lot harder to get a diagnosis. There's a lot of biases in the medical system to where you really have to advocate for yourself to get the medical attention that you need. I wish it was not that way. I wish that everyone was treated the same. But your chances of getting a diagnosis, if you are an eight-year-old boy bouncing off of the walls, is very different than, say, someone who is a... 50-year-old African-American woman who realizes they have ADHD, the more inattentive type. It sucks. It's stupid. I hate it. But I'm going to help you to advocate for yourself, okay? So, you're going to go into hardcore um, information gathering mode, okay? So, Any symptoms that you suspect are ADHD, we're going to write them down. We're also going to bring that with us to the doctor, okay? So any evidence of executive dysfunction. Executive dysfunction is having a hard time starting tasks, finishing tasks, switching tasks. So if you have a hard time starting tasks, say, um, I have a hard time getting started on my homework. I have a hard time getting started on my tasks at work. I cannot get started until I feel a sense of urgency, all of those things, I want you to write down the the type of things that you have a hard time starting um, and the places. If you f- have experienced it in school, uh, whether that's K-12, through college, um, whatnot, I want you to write that down. If you have experienced it um, at your work, I want you to write that down. If you have a hard time getting things started in your home, like cleaning tasks, I want you to write that down. Anything that is a hard time, you have a hard time getting started. And the same thing with any tasks they have a hard time finishing. Say, when I'm at work, I can't, um, sometimes I can get started because of the sense of urgency, but I have a really hard time finishing it. Any evidence of having a hard time starting tasks or finishing tasks, I want you to write those down. Any difficulty with switching tasks. um, Do you have a hard time getting out of bed? Because you know that once you get out of bed, you have to dress yourself or get, um, get in the shower. Um, Do you have a hard time leaving your house to get into the car to go to work? Do you have a hard time getting out of the car to come back into the house once you've been grocery shopping? Do you have a hard time going from one environment to the other? Write down those environments so you have a hard time switching tasks. and talk about how you understand executive dysfunction to be difficulty with starting tasks finishing tasks switching tasks um and use that terminology so that that medical provider knows you have done your research one of the reasons i was able to get my my stimulant medication is because i had um the knowledge of being Uh, having a master's degree of occupational therapy. I wasn't quite certified yet, but I had all the knowledge behind it. I could explain my brain in medical terms. When you can, use those terms, executive dysfunction, okay? Starting tasks, finishing tasks, switching tasks, prioritizing tasks, organizing, all of that is executive dysfunction, okay? Okay. Another uh, way to advocate for yourself is talk about when you have difficulties with uh, differences in sensory needs. Do you have a hard time focusing if you feel a scratchy tag on your shirt? Do you have a hard time focusing if um, you're too hot, too cold? Do you have a hard time regulating your temperature? Um, were you told in school? Oh, that's that's going to be another thing. I'll hang on to that for a moment. Um, set differences in sensory needs is literally your senses. Do you have a hard time focusing when there are sounds in the background or when there are no sounds in the background? Um, Do you have to have noise canceling headphones on? Do you have to make sure that music is playing? Do you struggle with auditory processing? When someone's talking to you, you have a hard time understanding what they're saying, even though you can hear what's happening. That's differences in auditory processing. It doesn't mean that our hearing is bad, but, the way that our brain processes that auditory information is different. So you might not process that information for like a second later. Um, It could be that if there's competing sounds, like say you're having a conversation with someone, but there's also construction happening outside, you have a hard time understanding that conversation because of the competing noises. Write down anything that you have as far as differences in sensory needs, okay? Because that's also evidence of ADHD, okay? Um, Do you struggle with things like binge eating? People that have ADHD are a lot more likely to struggle with binge eating because we have a dopamine deficient brain. Dopamine is that feel good neurotransmitter, whereas most people feel pretty good like day to day, as long as something terrible doesn't happen. Um, Those of us with ADHD, we really struggle Just to feel okay, which is why we seek things like a lot of sugar. Because sugar, if you eat a lot of it at once, it's gonna give you a rush of dopamine, which is gonna make you feel likely shame on an inner level, but as some type of calmness in your brain. Um, so if you struggle with binge eating, let's take the shame out of it. Really good chance that it's because of ADHD. Okay. So if you struggle with binge eating, uh, talk about that and also talk about how you understand why people with ADHD struggle with binge eating more. Um, literally say, I know that people with, with ADHD are more likely to struggle with binge eating. I notice that when I'm feeling, you know, under stimulated or overstimulated, I use it to regulate my nervous system, um, and use that type of language, take notes of the language you want to use with that medical provider. Okay. Um, so binge eating can be a not a symptom but it's oftentimes associated with ADHD. Um do you have a hard time with overspending? Do you also use um impulse shopping as a way to regulate yourself? Do you find yourself going on Amazon when you're feeling overwhelmed? Um do you have a hard time keeping track of your finances because they are not in front of you and you don't even realize that your account has been overdrafted uh because of your poor working memory? Talk to the medical provider about that. I will Overdraft on my bills and not or overdraft my accounts, not even know it because my I have a poor working memory and I don't even remember how much money is in there. Um and therefore it becomes overdrafted. Also can be a caveat of having ADHD. Okay. Unmanaged ADHD, I should say. Okay. Um, talk about things. Like, do you find yourself interrupting during conversations? Have people told you that you interrupt during conversations? Um, do you struggle socially for that reason? Talk about if you ex- have experienced it in school, if you've experienced it in your jobs. Have, has your boss ever talked to you about that? There's a really good chance that you have felt rejection in that way because of interrupting people, um, because of our impulsivity. Okay, so write down any evidence of that. Um when you were in K through twelve, did your teachers tell you things like, you know, if she's a really good student, but she needs to just try harder, she needs to focus more? Were you someone that doodled on the side of your paper when you were bored during class? Um, did you excel in subjects that you really enjoyed, but had a hard time attending to conversation, attending to classes that were really boring to you? All very much textbook ADHD um, especially the inattentive type, which is more common in women. Okay. Um, Oh, and any addictive behaviors. A lot of people with ADHD are more uh, prone to addictions again, because of being dopamine deficient. So if you, um, have any addictive behaviors, you can also talk about that and how you also understand, um, that it's more common to have a very addictive behaviors when you have ADHD because of that dopamine deficiency. Black and white thinking, also very common in ADHD is all or nothing thinking. Either I am going to work out every single day or I'm not going to do it at all. Um, either I'm going to get up every day at 5 a.m. and do a journal and affirmations and whatnot, or I'm going to sleep until the last possible second that I have to get out of bed to either go to work or take care of the kids. Uh, all or nothing thinking, very much um, an ADHD thing as well. So so that's step two, is gathering all of that evidence, writing it down so that when you are with a medical provider, you can talk to them in terms, well, one, you can cover everything that you want to talk about, because do not rely on your memory to talk about these things. Um, You will forget. There's a 100% chance that you are not going to remember everything you want to talk about. We struggle with working memory. Um, do not rely on your memory. Write it down. Write down the medical terms that you want to use, executive dysfunction, um, your understanding of dopamine, and the behaviors or it causes when you have a lack of. Okay? So put all that evidence into a fun little, you can literally write it on a piece of paper. You can type it out, whatnot but bring it, type it out, print it, whatever, so that you have a physical copy to bring with you to the doctor, okay? So at this point, you have the physical copy of the adult ADHD self-report scale, and now you also have evidence that you have gathered from your daily life, okay? That was step two. Step three, now it's to find a psychiatrist or psychologist to diagnose you. Um, Some psychologists or psychiatrists are gonna require that you do formal testing, Others um in the situation that I was in. Luckily, I had a psychologist that was comfortable enough diagnosing me just based off of the symptoms that she could see. Um, to find a psychiatrist or psychologist, literally look up ADHD diagnosed, e- either psychologists near me or a psychiatrist near me um that diagnosed with ADHD. Do a Google search and see who is in your Um, in your area. Um, There's also online tools. I know there's done.com that does ADHD assessments, Um, but find someone that assesses and treats ADHD. Now, just because it says that they treat ADHD or assess ADHD, well, more so if they just say they treat ADHD, do not 100% go off of that. I know it's hard, but still email their um, email, the office or give them a call and ask, say, I am seeking a diagnosis for ADHD. I need to know how you typically treat those with ADHD since I may be seeking um, medicinal treatment after. Now, if this person tells you like, hey, they're not comfortable treating with stimulant medication, that is a signal to run, even if you're not thinking you want stimulant medication because if they do not treat anyone with ADHD with stimulant medication, really good chance they don't understand ADHD Um, because stimulant medication works for so many ADHDers and doctors that believe that... um, that stimulant medication causes addictions. Do not understand the research behind stimulant medication. You're actually more likely to become an addict if you need that medication and you don't take it versus um, if you take it, okay? Very, 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 very low uh, probability of becoming addicted to stimulant medication when you have ADHD and you're taking it under a doctor's supervision, okay? Okay. I personally don't know anybody that has ADHD and takes stimulant medication that has ever struggled with addictions with it. Um, My mom, she struggled with opiate addictions. And when she found out she had ADHD through a brain scan, she was on stimulant medication afterwards and did not struggle with her stimulant medication. So I'm not telling you this as a medical provider. I'm talking to you as a friend right now, as an occupational therapist. Um, OTs do not diagnose or prescribe. But I will tell you, look up the research as far as stimulant medication. If that doctor says that they do not treat it with stimulants ever, run, find a different person, find someone that is comfortable treating ADHD with a holistic view, looking at every single aspect. Okay. Um, so step three was finding someone to diagnose you. That's going to be either a psychiatrist or a psychologist. The difference between the two is a psychologist is a mental health therapist. Um, a psychiatrist is in the mental health field, but they, um, their focus is on medication for psychiatric and neurodevelopmental, um, conditions. Okay. So. Step three was to find that person to get you that diagnosis. Uh, step four, now you have the diagnosis. Yay! We're going to pretend like everything went just as planned and you have the diagnosis. Now it's to find someone. If This is an optional step, okay? Um, many people that have ADHD do seek some tort, some type of medicinal treatment to make life more functional. I tell people I am not pro-medication. I'm not anti-medication. I am pro-function. And for a lot of us with ADHD, myself included, um, stimulant medication is that last missing puzzle piece to make life a lot more functional. So if you do choose to seek out medication, and also there's non-stimulant medications for ADHD, my friends. Um, so seeking out medication doesn't have to be stimulant medication. Anyway, um step four is finding a someone to prescribe you that medication. um, And that is going to be a psychiatrist, a medical doctor, a nurse practitioner. Um, All of those people can prescribe the medication. Now, before you spend your time in their office, make sure that you're calling and making sure that they are comfortable treating ADHD in a holistic way with all of the options on the table. I would specifically ask if they are comfortable with stimulant medication for ADHD. If they're not run, they do not understand ADHD. So step four is finding that person. Again, I would go to, um, psychology I know is a good one for the United States. I don't know if they are good for other countries. Um, but you can filter out the diagnosis. Like you can filter for ADHD, your, um, insurance, all that other fun stuff. So Find someone that can help you as far as getting treatment medicinally. Okay. Um, step five is find and use strategies that work with your amazing brain. Now that you, um, now you have, now that you know that you have ADHD, it's an awakening because you're going to find that the way that you use your brain is incredibly different than the way that a neurotypical uses their brain. You've experienced this firsthand because life has been a lot harder for you than it has been for most other people. And you didn't know why. Well, guess what? You found out you have ADHD, that missing puzzle piece, you have it. Hopefully by this time you have gotten medication if you need it or if you're seeking it out. Um, But this step, you can also use this step as soon as you realize that you have ADHD. Um, If you are not sure what works for ADHDers, I would highly recommend, um, for one, you should be in my Facebook group. If you are not yet, get your butt in there because it is, I give so many free tips for ADHDers. Um, join Facebook groups, join, um, honestly, social media. You can find a lot of people go on a rabbit hole on TikTok for ADHD strategies. Um, there are a lot, lot, lot of them. Okay. And If you are looking for specialized help to learn all those strategies and you don't want to spend a million years doing trial and error, then that's when you talk to me, my friend, because I have so many freaking strategies and I am putting all of them in my lifetime membership, um, which is made for incredibly busy humans that have ADHD and don't have the time and the energy to figured out on their own. I have put all of my strategies from the last, God, I can't even tell you how long I've been researching this. It feels like an eternity because I've learned so much. Um, but everything I've learned, um, all of my, all of my strategies as an occupational therapist, I have in there. I have everything that I could possibly think in there. So anyway, find your people, find strategies that work for you and enjoy living a lot fucking calmer life because now that missing puzzle piece is found. Okay, my friends, I hope you enjoyed that. I will be linking the ADHD uh, self-report scale in the show notes so that you can print that off and take it to your doctor. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye, friends.